What's going on? Welcome to another episode of DJ Dad's Podcast with your host, I, your, me, Kyle Wilson, and co-host and host of the DJ Dad Podcast, Chris Coffee, 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 Coffee in the house. What's going on, man? How are you? What's up, man? GM, I'm I'm great. This is like the first time that we've ran this dual broadcasted on Twitter and YouTube and not had a problem. So. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, you know, third time's a charm, or fifth time, or eighth time. And to my knowledge, I'm not a crypto punk right now. I'm. I, I, it looks pretty clear on my end. How about yours? Yeah, it looks pretty clean. Um, can you guys hear now? Let me know in Twitter though if you can hear Chris as well. So I want to make sure. Twitter for sure. They gave me some. Uh, they gave me some some hearts Rock earlier. On all right, sweet. Because we got a lot of topics to talk about. We have Apple headset coming out. We have Web three games. Maybe Amazon dropping their NFT marketplace. I don't know about that. We haven't seen any news around that. But we have also Ordinals, uh, BRC20 tokens, DJ and Dad's Alpha on the podcast today. So a lot to get through. Chris, Hello. what's going on, man? What have you been up to? What you looking at? And what's your thoughts on the Apple headset? Bro, overrated. But I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, rocking the orange, you know, for the, uh, for the Ordinals and BRC20 Alpha that we've been pumping out. Uh, I've really been up to that, man. Our, I, you know, I work for Ninja Alert. It's a Web3 uh, tool. Uh, lots of really cool stuff around the corner. Well, we turned into an alpha group, as you know. I've seen you in there. And we had 200 applicants to volunteer to help run uh, content, to help run alpha calls, whitelist collabs, and all that. The Discord's open. You know, I'm not going to like sit here and chill it. But if you're wondering what I've been up to, I've been... Um, what do you call it auditing 200 people of uh, you know different phases of group interviews individual interviews and it's been so much fun because there's so much talent in this space man like i have people that are coming up like yeah you know i have several businesses run you know a passive six-figure income but i just really want to gain experience in web3 so like i'm doing this voluntarily you know it's just like crazy man like you know it's mm -hmm. so cool to see the energy and the experience from web2 bringing it to web3 and uh, it's just made me incredibly bullish for the future of the space yeah no diggity no doubt i just put it in chat a ninja alert tours <laughs> yeah. So if you're, yeah if you're in the in the alpha discord well, really, how you get access to that is tell people how they can get access to that. First of all, uh, I think in case somebody's interested in that, because they've already has been the OG Bit God in there. He absolutely went parabolic, went from 2K followers to over 100,000 followers in like two weeks, launched his own token and has a couple NFTs out there now floating around doing some crazy raffles. Um, and then Leonidas, another big ordinal OG in there doing an AMA soon as well. The Sunday, I believe. Chris, how, how can people kind of get access to the to the alpha, to the Discord? Sure. I've been trying to point everybody a direction via Discord and Twitter, but uh, just you can get to the official Discord through the at Ninja Alerts Twitter. And um, it's actually in my bio on my Twitter. If you want to make sure to click the right one. I think it's around like 25,000 uh, followers. Uh, just join the Discord, verify yourself. And we have like a ton of giveaways too. And that's just with our current like, smaller team like i said we had 200 applicants so imagine the amount of giveaways we are about to have and the amount of things we're about to do and as uh kyle mentioned we've already had bit god as a speaker i've actually recorded that and i'm going to post that on the ninja Lurch channel um and we have we've had yudi already and then we're going to have uh Leo leonidas uh so i'm like really people that are leading the way in ordinals and we've also had this all started with a free mint on manifold i'm in it like 30 or something like that it's called bitcoin summer 
And each of these guests, it's been, I didn't know this as somebody who's on the team, I wish I would have known it. But uh, each of these guests that's been coming in, you've been able to burn that Bitcoin summer to be able to get their specific NFT. So like I, I burned my Bitcoin summer to get the Bit God one, which was like this image of like a frog with a crown on. And then I burnt more for the Leonidas one. The Leonidas one's a 0.03 floor right now. I got it for free. And I got the last one for free. I burnt a few for that. I actually burnt a few. And then I still have some of my original ones. So wish I would have minted more, you know, of them on Manifold, but I didn't. Dude, I was going to mint like literally hundreds of them for free. And I'm actually super sad I didn't. I was I was cheap and I was like, ah, like, I don't know. I, I unintentionally faded it because I was like, oh, I don't have enough ETH in my in my in my stuff or whatever. Um, let me see if I can switch this around. I don't know why. Anyways, yeah, it's so tiny, bro. Yeah, it's so tiny. Um, I'm using this streaming software that's kind of cheap and whatever. But anyways, the point being is I was supposed to mint like a bunch of these for like literally like it was like a dollar, like in like a couple bucks in gas fee. And now like all this stuff's being worth like a bunch of money now. So I'm in at 30 it. and I was like, you know, I'm in at 30. I, I feel pretty decent about that. I just paid the gas or whatever. And like my friend meant at 300. I was like, what? And he like he could have made like three ETH already. Uh, but he's he's still holding out like on a lot of it. I think he sold off some. By the way, I do want to highlight the chat. We got Pixel Trader in here, Green Goblin, Daniel, SoCal Homie. Justin said uh, Chris went from dial-up internet to cotton 4K. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy about that, bro. I I guess I'm just gonna have to restart my internet right before we go live on you know on Thursdays. Yeah, so I I showed a couple of images here on the screen. Um, as you saw, like he big spot. Yeah, you can burn, um, and this one's the Leonidas on screen now, but you can burn these Bitcoin summer ones that you could originally got for free, and then you could have minted a bunch of them, and, you know, just fade generational wealth on a day-to-day basis, no big deal. Yeah, I saw Trevor's tweet to that, and I'm like, man, I can relate, because... I feel like I fade it like at least once per week, you know, and yeah, yeah. My biggest, so opportunities. Not really my biggest regret on the BRC20 and Ordinal side, but like one thing I wish I'd have done, I got really sick the day of OXBT. I still minted, but I, I, I knew that, from yeah. being in the space for over two years, like all you have to do is just make multiple wallets and do multiple claims. I'm not even talking yeah. about on a huge level, but like just make like five right. wallets. It takes like 10 minutes. Um, and, and I knew that, but I was so sick that day and the Bitcoin is so slow, you know, like by the time you find all these wallets, it takes like it, that block took forever. It took like an hour for that block to go through. Um, so I just, I couldn't do it. So I just did it off of one wallet, you know, and at the peak that was worth like $1,300. So like you have people like Trevor that had 20 wallets, you know, you, you can do the math of like how easy that was for him. Now, I don't know if he's holding I know he's still holding Surely he's still holding some because he's a big believer in OXPT. As you know, Kyle, and like the reason like I'm so bullish on BRC20s is because like you just compare the market cap to like ETH and like the little exposure it has and like how big the market cap of Bitcoin is. Like it just makes sense that if BRC20s do become a thing and like they are here to stay, like how easy it will be for money to flow into them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just with what Gary Gensler is doing too, and the way BRC is So Gary, obviously, like you know, going around so happy, everything's a security, but Bitcoin. Like that's one thing that they don't have is Bitcoin, and they probably at this point won't. In my opinion, they won't deem it a security. Um, but the way BRC twenties are launched for the most part is either it's anonymous. Good luck trying to good luck trying to sue an anon. 
or number two, it's a fair launch and they're completely decentralized and free. So they're not necessarily even a token sale at all. It's just like this digital currency floating off into the ether and p- people are the one that assign the value to it. So again, in that instance, it would be super hard to charge literally anybody uh, doing that. And I think it's since it's, I mean, it's on Bitcoin. I don't think you can make a case. Even Gary Gensler even said Bitcoin is so decentralized that you can, there's nothing you can, you can really do about that. Like it's, it's so decentralized. You can't sue just who are you going to sue? Nobody. I mean, it's just out there. So there's a lot of like protections and safeguards in place there. Um, but at, at the same time, you don't want to be minting if you're a docs person or like minting out a token and doing some kind of like token launch because you probably will get hit. Uh, so be careful in terms of that. You know, you always want to abide by the law and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm super pumped about it too. I minted BOXBT uh, five times, I think. Five. five oh, yeah, yes. five times. Um, so I got a couple of mints there um, and just kind of hold it. Are you holding any still? So yeah, I'm holding um, four of the mints, and then I sold one of the mints. So I think that was like five k or five thousand tokens, mm-hmm. um, and I was able to buy uh, another ordinal with it. So super excited about that. Uh, you know, so it's it's one of those things where you're using opportunities for more opportunities. So that's what oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much opportunity here. Um, somebody was NFT God. He's a NFT influencer on Twitter. And uh, he was interrogating, which I like his content. He was interrogating Yudi and said, like, why are, why do people care about about ordinals, about BRC20s? And there's just so, I, like, Yudi's answer was essentially there's just so much room to build because the liquidity is already here. It's not like you're launching this new Kyle, Kyle I forgot if you, <laughs> I almost forgot if your name was Docs or not. You're not launching this Kyle Wilson token, you know? <laughs> I, it would have been really funny if you, like, Kyle, you, if you like, didn't go by that. coffee. I don't go by my last name, but if you're launching this like Kyle Wilson token and then like hoping to build a bunch of really cool stuff, like you're still like hoping that liquidity comes over, right? If like people were to build protocols and were to build other tokens, all this stuff, that's not the case with Bitcoin. Bitcoin has all the liquidity and more to build really cool stuff. Now it's a matter of actually doing it. Um, so it just makes sense as like builder, as a builder, as a creator, as whatever. Like it's obviously there's like always some type of financial incentive underlying for it for everything in the space but more than that like just from like without not even like investing but like or like let's say investing your time or your creativity or your your experience like it makes sense that people are jumping on this because some people are going to use it as a fad you know the little little square orange square or whatever um and some people are doing it for the hype but it really clicked for me and made sense you know i was covering this under ten thousand ordinals um trevor told us about it on spaces under one thousand ordinals and I faded him so hard. I was like, that, 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 what is that? You know, that's a fake ETH NFT or whatever. But like, it, it's making so much more sense as time goes on. And that's why I'm like really bullish about the future of ordinals and BRC 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We got some comments coming in. Um, Stan, with Apple and Disney partnership, will Disney pull VV along for Apple Vision Pro? Um, Pepe on BRC 20 be profitable like ERC 20. Should VV exit Ethereum for BTC? Uh, so I, I don't, obviously, I don't think VV is going to do that, but I, I do think it's a good strategy. I'll answer yeah, this one, yeah. Chris, and I'll, I'll let you answer maybe the other two. Um, but for this question, I, I don't think VV is going to do that. By They're already on Mutable X, but I do think it's a good strategy for brands in general, like the big ones, to integrate this into their overall brand strategy. Like we've already seen it with, um, I think Budweiser did it with beer, um, you know, 
controversy around them right now, but um, other brands that have like done this similar like, thing. Like nine billion around that controversy, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, but they did like Web three stuff. They the regular Budweiser, not the like the Bud Light, but the Budweiser account changed their art to an NFT, um, an artist that did some NFTs. So I could see that definitely being a good strategy, especially there's a lot of money on Bitcoin. It's double the market cap and then some of Ethereum. So I just want to say that I hated Budweiser or Bud Light, whatever it was before is the cool thing to do. Cause to me, they were like the mid cafe of, um, of beer. They suck. You shouldn't drink it. And, uh, I've always hated it since I, I first tried it. So that was also a shot at Kyle because this man's caught drinking some gross coffee, a mid cafe coffee on caught on live. Uh, we do have, I, I got this little breaking sound effect, but it's not so breaking, but I'm going to use it's it anyways. So good. I'm drinking for coffee for people on Twitter. Did you hear that? Is it breaking enough? Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Meme Land is actually doing exactly what we just said. Uh, Meme Land being a very large project on ETH, something I faded at the absolute bottom. No, well, Pepe, your C20 and Kyle. I faded, uh, I had a mint for Meme Land. Minted for 1.2 ETH. I sold for like 4.5 or 4.8 ETH. It's at like 9 or 10 ETH now. And they just announced that they're going to launch ERC20 and BRC20 tokens. And I think they're going to do something in the ordinal space as well. So Meme Land as in like potatoes. Cap. Uh, when I say I minted Meme Land, I minted captains. Um, so captains, uh, potatoes. Yeah, it was like generational stuff. wealth or something like that. Yeah, I, I basically made it. I literally, like I literally had... Your- you didn't I tell your generational wealth in my hand. Yeah, but you didn't tell your friend, you know, Kyle here. You just you just let him, you know, you didn't give him the alpha on that one. Bro, you know? last time I asked you for alpha, you're like, go, you should have just been watching my videos. So so don't give me that. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere alpha, along the bro. way I told people that they should try to get on that captain's uh, meme list. Which speaking of right now, what I'm telling you is you should go hop in the Ninja Alerts Discord because there's a bunch of free giveaways there um and uh, for ordinals i just got one yesterday i actually got one from shout out to nft nate i i met he uh got me one of those uh ordinal geese it's uh, i don't know if you saw those they're, they're kind of cool uh yeah, it's, it's like a very like crypto i don't even know what they're at I, you know i think they're around floor but i, I liked it uh we got cryptoverse saying what's up guys i just want to give a shout out to cryptoverse because he was also in the uh he's on the twitter spaces as well so i guess he hopped over from the spaces to, uh, like share tweet these, subscribe, uh, thank you to see this orange um Sorry for, I don't want to... Wait, you went off on a tangent. Will Pepe on BRC20 be profitable like ERC20? It says stand from... Tangent? Um, will Pepe be profitable? I don't, bro, I don't know. I, I've always, like, wondered about that type of stuff. Um, I still, I'm still kind of with you. Like, I feel like the... It still doesn't make sense to me that not the original Pepe was the one to pump to the moon. Like, where the original Pepe was, like, OG Pepe, or Pepe coin. Wasn't that it or yeah, coin Pepe? Bitcoin, yeah, Pepe, Pepe coin, coin was the original yeah. Pepe. So I don't know why that never really got the love that it deserved. But this like ERC twenty version of Pepe is an inside job. They're both ERC twenties, right? Like OG Pepe's or Pepe coins ERC twenties. Well. So actually, Pepe coin, I think they developed on Counterparty, which is like a Bitcoin type of deal. I I don't know. It's like a. I think they were always on Ethereum. Or I, I I think they was like, I don't know. It's like they got hit so much history. I don't even know. Like they developed their own blockchain and did all kinds of crazy stuff and their own layer two. And I mean, these guys were like, OG, OG, like, yeah, they predated, yeah. they predated like Ethereum smart contracts. Like it's like that, that crazy. OG. I kind of want to scoop some of that up once, uh, 
Well, I don't know, man. This has been a crazy week with the SEC pressing down on Binance and Coinbase. And also heard there's speculation about them coming after another big platform. I'm assuming crypto.com. Uh, just another warning to everybody listening to this right now, too. If you if you have money, a lot of money sitting on exchanges, it's probably best to get it to a to a hard wallet. Also, um, I only have I, I'm like uh, reducing in connection again. Uh, these are I just now is a good time to remind you that these are broadcasted as a YouTube podcast. So more than just like watching on screen, you can just like go listen in later, uh, and hopefully you know that becomes a thing. This is an ordinal goose. But should I show my yeah. ordinal goose? Can you, here, can you show my ordinal goose? You got a better connection than I do. No. I posted no. It yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I can show it. Show my bag. Oh, you're going to make me go find it? Well, yeah. Uh, only, okay, so we, we got to like backtrack here. Today, we have, we have so questions. All right, we I'll have questions, questions. We have questions. I can tackle the questions while you find my but goose. I'll get to the goose. I'll get to the goose. Right, right. Stan says, with the Apple and Disney partnership, will Disney pull VV along for the Apple Vision Pro? It's a good question. So I think directly, I mean, I can't say no, but I would assume no. Um, but I think indirectly, absolutely. Like, I just think that AR and VR experience is very bullish for a company whose, like, primary focus is AR and VR technology. So, like, to me, it's, like, inevitable that if they succeed, like, if like with any type of VR and AR innovation, that it would be beneficial to VV to have that. So, I mean, like, will in that aspect, will it pull VV along? Like, sure. And the aspect of like, will they announce? I, I'm not big on like speculating if you know they're going to announce a direct partnership. Or I know some people are saying the VV100. Or I, I'm more of sell the news or sell the rumor on that kind of stuff. Uh, but as far as like again, like the uh, it being a byproduct. Uh, you pulled up my ordinal geese, my ordinal goose. Now, isn't that like the best thing you've ever you've seen on your feed? It looks like you like side by side, seeing it like next to you. You look exactly like the ordinal goose. Like you're pixelated, you, right? Uh, you're wearing a hat. Like I'm gonna pin this to the Twitter space so the Twitter space can see my my goose as well. Like, and we are live it, on um, on YouTube. Yeah, it's <laughs> the the comparison. It's just spot on. I mean, yeah. Couldn't have couldn't have done it better. But um or top hat for this uh for this podcast so that I could really imagine. Uh, so, yeah, so my thoughts on the Apple AR uh or the headset rather is that um it's not up to Apple to pump anything. They're not going to neither. I don't think Disney is gonna be like airing out like NFTs anytime. It, I, they might tweet about it, um, which we've seen before, but I, I don't know. Just I think they're gonna wait for like sentiment to change a little bit um you know before you see these like major tech companies like push narratives because we've seen meta they had to backtrack um but i still think web3 is the future i just think that it's going to happen like unbroadcasted i think it's going to like you're just going to we're already seeing it obviously like we're seeing it in web3 games we're seeing it in like every form of entertainment out there so i think that's going to happen more you know organically than not um than you know versus like are these tech companies going to pump my bags versus that, you know? Sure. Look, at the end of the day, if that makes any, Apple, if that's clear as mud, it's clear as mud. The, the Apple vision pro looks cool, but it doesn't look like worth $3,500. Like I have a Appreciate quest. It. Okay. Like I have an Oculus quest and I'm the quest too. I have a quest and it looks like it can do 95% of what this new Apple headset. That's $3,500 can do. So like I, I think it looks really cool and I like that you can like see like 4K in each of your eyeballs like that's cool and all but I don't understand I really think it's like <laughs> I just overhyped they had a really good presentation a really good marketing 
and a lot of people talked about it. You know, they obviously ran the uh, hashtag WW blah, 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 that me and you both used uh, on Twitter. They sponsored that. And then people wanted to be able to use that, that hashtag for clout. Like they got a ton of views. They got a ton of YouTube coverage. So like to me, like the marketing and the delivery was like flawless, but like the headset itself, it looks cool. But like I was hoping for something a little less bulky, something a little bit more different than what we already have. And dude, that like see-through mode where like you're just chilling and you like want people to like see your eyes, like that's weird. That's so weird, man. Like I, I just I don't want to be sitting next to somebody when they're just chilling with that thing on, looking at me with their bug eyes. Like that's a, I'm, it's just not something that like I don't know, bro. Like it's like a dystopia to me. Like just give us some glasses or something. Don't give us this weird bulky thing where you can see through it and see if somebody's looking at you or not. So that's. Yeah, I saw Marquise Brownlee. He did the video on that. He's like, if you're on a plane and the flight attendant's like walking up to you, like, hey, bro, what, what do you want to drink? And you're wearing the headset and your eyeballs just all of a sudden <laughs> go from immersive mode. So like you're you're just looking at, like, how creepy is that? It's just like, hello, Clarice. It's like, creepy, it's super like, creepy. So I don't want to yeah, be caught. Like, um, I know no, that's not going to stop me. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be like stopped by the, the creepiness. Like, if I'm going to be using it, it's not going to be on a plane. Like, I don't want people to see me looking around like a complete, like, idiot around the plane. Like, I'm, like, immersed, bro. Like, I might, maybe if everybody else is doing it, um, maybe then. But then again, it's like, I don't know if I want a bulky headset on an airplane, but I will do that at home. That, like, I, don't care. I don't care if every other human in the world is wearing that thing with their, their big eyes looking at me. I'm not wearing that headset when I'm, like, in public. That <laughs> shit. I will All right, not so next topic real quick. We'll, we'll get back to the VR, the headset topic, because we got some sure. pretty cool stuff to, to feature. Yeah, that was but, so like two days um, ago. Look at this. Warner, yeah, Warner Brothers is uh, doing early access to the Superman Web 3 movie experience. So I saw they sent out some emails, tweets, and all that cool stuff. So, you know, if you are holding a Batcal, a DC3, or Lord of the Rings, which we covered on the channel and got yeah. to admit live and things like that, um, that then fun. you would have got a email from DC uh, about that. So sure. cool stuff. Yeah, on I, got the, it. I got uh, it this morning. Side. I got it this morning. And if you're cool. a fan. Um, yeah, what's up? Yeah, if you're if you're into that branded stuff, kind of like utility. I mean, it's, it's as far as really brands can do currently. You know, there's, I mean, the space is just so, you know, it's Gary Gensler's breathing down everybody's necks. So, sure. but this is cool to see some sort of utility from big brands. They're not DAOs, so they are like probably restricted to what they can and can't do. But it is nice to see cool stuff like that. Um, I got another piece of big news. I have a comment on that. Um, I have a comment on that. So yeah. yeah, I got the I got the email this morning um, from holding a bat cow that I got the Superman Web Three experience or movie experience, which I think is cool. I think the biggest takeaway from that is that brands cross uh promote their own ip uh with other platforms like i think that's a cool unique way to like execute like nfts mm -hmm. uh, because it doesn't necessarily have to be like from the same company which it, this isn't the first time we saw that but like just having that aspect of oh my bat cow that i bought from palm is now giving me some sort of pre-sale utility whitelist whatever you want to call it to this web3 movie experience did I buy the Superman movie? Yeah. I do not. I'm not. I'm not a huge Superman fan. I'm, honestly, like it, it's cool. It's a classic, but it's like I'm not a big enough fan to drop a hundred dollar, whatever it is, on a movie to be able to experience that. And I wouldn't even the Lord of the Rings thing, which I like. I do like Lord of the Rings. 
to me, like though both of those weren't really like uh I mean for some people they might be, but for me, those are just kind of like you pay for the experience. You know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. really personally look at that as an investment, like, oh, if I buy this, maybe I can resell this experience. Like to me, it was just like a oh, well, I have early access to this experience. And I don't know, it's it's like kind of like the uh, stage. I know I was kind of hoping we'd have like hard NFT assets to to kind of be able to resell. You can resell a little bit of their stuff. They had a little collectible stuff in there, but it wasn't like what we kind of would expect in the macro sense of NFTs. Like they need to do better um, at that. They need to offer these web three viewing experiences and really tie in some NFTs that you can take off of that experience. If maybe you're the first person to watch it, and then be able to people can the market can then decide, you know, if that Superman cape is valuable or not. That way, like it kind of gives people an incentive to buy the movie experience because it's like, hey, I'm totally. maybe there's something really cool in this, you know, a really cool NFT in this movie experience, and maybe that NFT yeah. that's in the new uh, in the movie experience, maybe that will have util- its own utility in the future. Like, I think like, that's yeah, yeah. be cool. Yeah, I totally agree. Like uh, little artifacts or like Clark Kent's glasses, like or I don't know something just like ridiculous. I don't know something cool, something fandomish. That, hey, that you further, like turn around and resell. Taking it back to our other conversation, like, all right, I I bought a Batcow, which unlocked this Web3 Superman experience for me. I watched the movie. I got Clark Kent's glasses from the movie. And let's fast forward a year in the future. Like, now the Apple headsets are, like, taking over, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can now, like, wear Clark Kent's glasses in the metaverse, at like, on my avatar, you know? And it's very, like, have some type of identification process to be able to see, like, oh, only like 500 of those those glasses right, ever existed and it was just the first people to watch the movie like yeah. i could see let's, how all that uh, could play out we got so much news to cover uh let's move on to the next one here sorry to cut you off there but uh what's your thoughts chris because we you know on twitter we got web3 games so we got to talk about it we got to talk about todd mcfarland or the mcfarland toys rather in the physical sense signing blizzard entertainment a gaming company one of the biggest gaming companies in the entire right. world um now obviously mcfarland owns a mcfarland digital uh, which is a nft platform um they already support you know self-custody and things like that and from based on what trevor has said you know they're going to be able to be viewable in like the apple ar heads or yeah vr xr headset whatever and so kind of exciting stuff here do you think this could play into the future for the mcfarland digital what's your thoughts on this uh partnership yeah, absolutely. I mean, like McFarlane Toys, the brand itself is the one that's digital, you know, so I don't even think it's like a far stretch, you know, like, it'd be different if like McFarlane owned like another company, you know, and then like, maybe we could speculate if he's going to bring the assets to that company. But like, McFarlane Toys is like literally a physical and digital, like, to me, it's like the same, it's under the same umbrella, like you can go to the same website, right? And like see Blizzard and then see NFTs. So like, I absolutely think that this will play into uh, the digital as well. I just don't know how. And um, I'm excited to see it. You know, I, I think overall things have been slow for McFarlane Toys as far as like um, maybe like waiting for them to deliver information or waiting for them to like get the next new thing. Because like they had like Spawn and then they had some uh, physical announcements at, or they had some announcements at uh, I don't know, one of the one of the cons. Um, so I kind of been waiting for them to drop some heat for a while. So uh, I think that this could definitely be it. Yeah, I mean, shoot, this is like the biggest titles. I mean, you're talking about Diablo, which is super hot right now. Like, it's like the biggest game out currently right now. Like, it's so much hype going on around Diablo. It's one of the OG titles in the space and gaming. 
You have World of Warcraft, upcoming World of Warcraft, Arclight Rumble franchises. So to me, this is really um, a big signing for the physical side. So um, I do hope that uh, one day they'll get the uh, digital side of that. Um, you know, obviously they're pushing that in terms of the digital side. So yeah, like you said, maybe they'll they'll release something here pretty soon. Um, also, uh, you can see, I don't know if you saw this, Chris. Oh, let me see if I can pull it up here is i don't know if you saw if you're like big into tracking a lot of these web3 games but star atlas has a vr mode as well um now it's not like public or anything but it is cool to see like web3 games like implement again vr into now of course this is not even out beta or anything like that so of course it's going to be rudimentary graphics that we're looking at on stream but um at the same time it, you can see some high quality that we're looking at here in inside the spaceship um, I don't know. I think this is pretty cool. What's your thoughts on like using headsets in some of these games? I don't know, man. Like personally, I'm more of like a a group uh, VR person. Like I like to like show people the experience, you know, play like games against each other. I've never been a fan of just like sitting down with my headset and just playing a game for hours. I get dizzy and like, I get like, I just don't really enjoy it as much. I don't know what it is. It's like, it takes more energy. You know, it's like, I feel like I'm playing like the Wii, but I'm like forced to use the controllers motion wise, you know, instead of being able to opt for like the controller button. So it's like when I, when I play video games, which is very rare nowadays, I just want to like veg out, bro. Like I don't want to like sit there and like, put on this headset and you know do this experience so personally what games do you play what, what games are your like your go-tos bro right, well i mean right now like i'm not playing a lot at all but like i was a huge like call of duty person uh which that required like obviously a little bit more effort rocket league i was champ two in rocket league uh played competitive um i was right now i just play like phone games like clash of clans uh i play a little bit of pirate nation which is a web three game uh, but that's a little bit more rare right now. Um, just stuff like that. So like, I'm not really playing. I just, I haven't played a game other than my phone, like clash of clans in like two weeks at least just cause it's been insanely busy. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and uh, it, I've been playing a couple of games, you know, rumble Kongs. They just added like a little, a mini game that they just put out. Um, star. I love by the way. He's in the, uh, he's in the Twitter spaces right now. I don't know if you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Block for the for the connects there and the hookups. Um, yeah, I still need to play it. Block blocks Block sent uh, one to for us to be able, for me to be able to play. I just I haven't got around to it yet. Yeah, so far I've gotten a thirty six high score, and today I'm gonna go again. It's totally free to play, and I think you get like the higher the score you you know if you rank in the top leaderboard, I think you get something like cool or something. I don't I don't know exact the details, but I've been trying to get better at it every day so I can you know, win something, uh, that's a neat project. Cause like a lot of, a lot of these web three projects don't have anything behind it, you know, and it's cool to see like, you know, games launching, like, even if it's just a mini game, uh, because it's kind of setting up for the next phase of that, that franchise or that, that game or that platform, uh, like we're seeing, you know, Alluvium's done it. They've dropped alphas and betas. Um, star Alice has dropped alpha and betas, um uh midnight what was it midnight or 12 Sorry. dead drop dead drop by dr yeah. disrespect oh, yeah. oh, is dropping yeah. alphas yeah. and betas as well so um i love that i love being a part of the process versus um just playing the game when it launches i think more money that i, I think it's cool 
generational wealth just faded immediately. Uh, like, I mean, I had I, I meant to the thing for 50 bucks. Um, and at the time I was like, this is a no brainer. Why is not, why is everybody not minting this thing? And nobody talked about it for like a year. And I was like, well, I guess Dr. Disrespect just put his name on it and rug. So I like kind of gave up hope and it had a little pump and I sold it at like 0.25 or something on that pump. Uh, I felt so good about it. I was like, all right, cool. I got out of this rug. It wasn't like two weeks later, like Dr. Disrespect, like tweeted about it. They had like a convention, uh, like all this other stuff happened. And the thing pumped like 0.8. I don't know what it's at right now. I haven't, I haven't really looked back, but yeah. Oh, they had the game. They had dead drop the game, uh, like drop for like people to play, whether you had it or didn't have, like whether you own the Genesis or didn't own the Genesis. So yeah, all that was fun. By the way, did you see that uh, Cryptoys visiting Mattel again? Like I thought that was kind of um, yeah, a little cool. alpha there, a little bit of an alpha there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they drop. Obviously Mattel has a huge book of, of uh, you know, IP that they could do. So I don't know what they're mad about, but they did just say they're visiting Mattel. Um, cool stuff there. So cool stuff on that end. Yeah, there's uh, some, so some really cool enough. things this week. Um, I still hold my gutter clone, even though like the gutter cats are like uh, not doing great. Um, but I will always be thankful for the gutter cats because the gutter cats is actually how I got my meme list. Um, white list. All right, Chris, so, give us a 411 on this one here. All right, let's skip over to. We're gonna skip back. No, to I was talking about gutter cats. I'm about the gutter cats. All right, well, let's get it's, to BRG twenty. I got that pulling it's up. It's breaking. Well, you got this one. You got you got the alpha on the or the the new scoop on MXRC token. This one was like super high to BRC twenty token. You know, it was supposed to be generational wealth for all of us. And and what happened on this one, man? Yeah, it just was heavily botted. Uh, they didn't. I mean, that's to be expected. Like, there's gonna be bots in every field. I think so. I didn't attend the entire like space. I was breaking it down. But what it looks like to me is the uh, person who was actually behind launching it just didn't hire enough like devs or hire the right people in order to like make it more more safe of a launch. So they basically just didn't put the right parameters in, in place. Now, with that being said, you're never going to prevent bots 100%. That's just part of the way this digital world is. Um, but you, you can take measures, you know, uh, to be able to do it like you can there's a lot of solutions that you could do. It would just make it a lot harder for the average person to do it. All that being said, it got heavily botted. People, well, it really sucks for this one because like everybody, okay, so first off, like personally, I was out of town that entire day, so I didn't have a chance to mint anyways, and I wasn't gonna about to like be on my phone and try to do it. Um, but people missed OXBT, so this was their next big shot because it was the most hype BRC20 token since then. And so they waited and waited. They grinded for whitelist. They waited for public. And then when they try to go for public, their money spent, but they never got anything back. And that's because somebody actually bought it, the uh, the token launch, and or the public mint. And they got a huge amount of the supply, and these people never got their token. Now, to my not my to my knowledge, they got refunded on that like uh, transaction. But you know, it still kind of sucks because like you're waiting for your first BRC twenty cook. And you probably, if you're like me, you plan your whole day around that stuff, man. I set alarms like an hour before. I make sure like my kids are taken care of. I make sure like I got my work out of the way. Like there, there's a lot you have to do at this stage of life in order to prepare to go for one of these launches. You know, like people, some people have the luxury of just uh -oh. not having anything to do. This just what? did. SEC chair Gary Gensler says crypto is all hucksters, fraudsters, and scam artists. Wow, shots fired oh, over was, the bow. That was so an hour ago. I think I liked that like an hour ago. 
That's Anyways, like two days uh, maybe somebody in the audience listening to the replay <laughs> or on Twitter, maybe they haven't heard of that because uh, an hour is not that long ago. What do you say? Uh, he said crypto is all hucksters, fraudsters, and scam art. By the way, who used hucksters? Like, what is this, like 1938? Anyways, fraudsters and scam. Like, we have serious still, founders, builders, and some of the most intelligent people in the world building on crypto. So, anyways, yeah, I, I guess, cool. like, what does that make him? You know, maybe he missed uh, the boat. Maybe he missed Algorand years ago when he was he, talking. He about didn't it. miss it, bro. He was, he was trying to pump it. He was trying to pump Algorand since he exactly. got into it. Uh, Maybe he, also, he faded himself. Also saw that he applied uh, to be an advisor at one of these like large crypto companies back in 2019 as well. Uh, I forgot which one it was, but it might have been Binance actually, which was just full circle to like what just happened. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. It it sucks because like even if he gets out, I'm not convinced that somebody like just as bad will like replace him. It's it's kind of just like a you know believe it or not, the, the system's not in favor for crypto um <laughs> so yeah i don't even know man uh and call me a skeptic but like Have i also seen? don't i also don't know if he's just the face behind like a lot of other people trying to push that narrative higher up yeah all right let's switch back to vr i just wanted to touch on this one again since the uh titles apple headset web3 games ordinals and and dgen that alpha um look at this one have you heard of this one chris wilder world they got like these like super high high graphics you know, like super high-end graphics uh, characters and avatars and all kinds of stuff in their world? I've only seen it once. Um, Slumdoge Millionaire, which I had a really interesting thing with him recently. Oh, God. Um, no, yeah. yeah. He's Bro, like Voldemort. I, we don't mention his name. Okay. Dude, I front-ran him so hard, and it felt so good. But anyways, back to this. Um, the I, I saw somebody shilling this to him, and like, the which NFTs should I buy, even though he doesn't really care. He just wants your engagement. Yeah, so this one is an actual, like, they're pretty legit here. Um, so it's not surprised if you do see those pop up in people's tweets because uh, what they're building is, like, an actual metaverse. And th these are just the characters here. Um, so they have, like, all kinds of cosmetics. Like, look at this. This is super insane graphics there. Shoes, bro. You, need to pin, you need to pin some of this to the Twitter spaces. Or Twitter you, well, I think you would wear those shoes, honestly. I've seen your Pumas. They, they look like moon shoes. So I think you might be able to wear those pretty I be, well. I should be getting this soon. I need to. I need to rep them, bro. Yeah. So they have this like whole like you can. I believe they you can use VR here. It even shows this dog has a VR headset on, and they have like pets. Look at that! Like the insane graphics on that thing. Need to um, and they have what's called Wilder World, or it's like kind of like it looks like Miami. So you can race cars. Like they they're actually really funny too. They're not afraid to troll um on online so if you do see him trolling on twitter don't be surprised but uh it is a kind of a lower it's like a low market cap type token and i think because metaverse had such a bad stigma for a while for like the past year but uh this one's definitely one to watch out for they partnered up with like alluvium you can see like this dude running around in his garage with some of these like cool cars i'm gonna pin his like penthouse kind of sweet don't worry twitter they I also have like racing so you can race your cars and do all kinds of fun stuff in there uh i i don't know if i have footage of that but it's probably on their website those look like my pumas anyways yeah those are some moon shoes same, bro same color scheme They're perfect for you moon boy shoes hey oh yeah i'm kidding 
Um, so that one's a cool one in terms of the metaverse, like players out there versus what I've seen. You know, I've seen some pretty low quality ones too. Um, let's see, it's up, it's up almost a percent today, I guess. I don't know. It's pumped the past like month, I think. We can see Will's kicks. Look at this bird. It looks like Moltres from Pokemon. Is that not? Look at that. <laughs> There's your shoes right there. There's your pink shoes. Here's the racing scene. And it cuts to a penthouse. Um, I don't know. Dang, bro. Is this, I, uh, I'm pretty excited about you're showing, this pretty, you're showing this pretty hard. Well, the reason why I say all this is because I'm actually pretty excited about mixed reality. Um, I'm just showing yeah. you different showcases of different possibilities. One was a guy piloting in Star Citizen, which is a Web 2 game, um, which maybe Star Atlas could go in that direction. And uh, I we interviewed, me and Paul interviewed uh, one of the founders over at Star Atlas. So you might see a video dropping over there. It's a little bit of alpha there. Um, but I don't know. I'm actually pretty excited about it because it it to me, this is like we're so early that we could see iterations upon all this technology be built to smaller, you know, form factors like glasses and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And we're already seeing that. So I don't know. I think it's cool. It is cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously joking about that. Um, I, I think it's an interesting play to be thinking about the future of AR and VR and then like deciding which projects you want to get involved with. Uh, like if you think it's going to succeed, then it would probably be ideal for you to leverage yourself in that position. Whereas if you're not, you don't care as much about VR and AR, then, you know, maybe don't buy things that are solely like focused on AR and VR. Yeah. Totally. I still have mixed feelings about it. I still have mixed feelings about it, like for sure. Cause um, I don't know. Like, like I'm collections. What's going on? K collection. We've got superstar money in the chat. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Thanks. She asked a question. You just glanced right over it. Well, you kept talking, bro. It was where'd it go? It's right here. I'm waiting on you to to finish your oh, your spiel. We're gonna buy. We're gonna buy the new uh, Apple glasses. I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm gonna have to wait until the time gets closer. Probably no, not. But I'm not. I'm not. Not not Apple. Um, if if anything, I'll go HTC. They already support. They already have um, Viverse, which is their metaverse that already supports NFTs, and they already have Web three standards. So they already have Web three standards built into their headset, um, and they already have the. I'm gonna pull it up on the screen here, Chris. Um, but yeah, you can see like they already have like the HTC XR Elite, which is pretty. Oh, yeah, it cool. has the same. Um, the same chip as the MetaQuest 3. So this is like kind of like the state of the art kind of headset without the expensive price tag. Um, and you get the benefits of Web3 and NFTs already kind of like built on. You can see the the Viverse. This already came out before VV. Um, I didn't know that until, you know, like a couple years ago either. So, uh, you know, if you're new to this, then um, yeah. So this is something that you might put on your radar. But you can see they have like a marketplace, like all kinds of stuff already built in. It's actually really nice. Uh, so far, I think they only have Polygon NFTs, but it's still pretty cool to see them support it. I, I'm obviously assuming that they'll support more as time goes on. But um, I, I could see myself buying this one before I do the Apple. But long term, Apple lowers their price point. I'd be more than happy to buy Apple. Yeah, I pinned uh, one of the vibes to the top. I think it was the same one that you're showing to the top of the Twitter spaces just so people can kind of get an idea. It looks more comfortable than the Apple headset. The Apple headset is just so bulky. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. It's just if I'm at home. But, you know, 
I do like glasses. Like I, I saw that you can actually disconnect the headband from the HTC headset and you can uh, convert them into like where they look like glasses. And I could see myself actually using that more on a day-to-day basis and they have a two-hour battery life i'm like i'm not going to use my headset for more than two hours like i'm going to do it for like 30 minutes an hour maybe and then set those puppies down and go back to my computer so for me that's what i like personally what i'd use it for some people use it for gaming MetaQuest, that's a big gaming one um, with the controllers and all that stuff so yeah my spill earlier was just it's not that I'm not bullish on like AR and VR technology. Like, I obviously, think it's going to be awesome, but I, I personally care more for the other aspects of NFTs, like ownership and uh, like other forms of utility, um, like my mind's going blank right now. But like all the other like reasons that we like care about NFTs, uh, I'm more on those uh, being access to like certain groups, access to certain people. Um, token gated events like like all that type of stuff is like what excites me about nfts um not necessarily just the vr and ar stuff which i mean it makes sense like why people would care about that and it, it could like be a huge value proposition but for me it's just like even like uh vivi like i think like the collectibles and ar is really cool and i think a lot of people have used that like even my dad like he's had the app and he's like had some of his collectibles like jurassic park uh, like in ar and like took a picture of it and that's really cool it's just not something I myself do frequently. Like I, like I don't pull out VV every day and like look at my collectibles in AR. It's just not like my thing. Um, and I don't know if it ever will be yeah. my thing. But that's okay. It's other people's thing. Like, so like, um, I guess just for me personally, um, I, I kind of focus on other areas, but like, I get why people like are excited about that. Yeah. To me, it, it's like bullish when I start seeing the lines being blurred between physical and digital that's that's where what I think of the metaverse when I when I think of metaverse I think of you know what Amazon's going to do when they roll out their NFT marketplace they're probably going to do digital like that's something we've talked about before in the channel and the in the podcast um, and you know when you're able to redeem like you buy a jacket you get it in real life but you also have a physical or a digital jacket for your avatar BMW is already integrating Ready Player Me avatars into their cars and then they have over eight thousand integrations like. To me, this is a value proposition because if I can mimic what I'm already doing in the physical world and I can also just do it in the digital, then it starts making sense for me. And if I'm in a game, for example, uh, and I'm able to buy merch in the game without having to leave the experience or maybe have more fun, um, and then maybe I can cash out, and then that's also tangible to me as well. And that's where what I start thinking when I think of the metaverse is the lines being blurred between physical digital and gaming to me it's not like vr or not it's it's these games being cross compatible um whether it's gaming or a metaverse or whatever but you can also play it you can also look at it in vr you can use it on computer um and that that's like some of the groundbreaking stuff that these engine builders are doing like unity and unreal engine nvidia is they're making all these uh experiences cross compatible which i like to see yeah that's cool, man. I, and I get it. I, I guess, look, man, I'm a, I'm like a 70 year old trapped in a 28 year old's body, man. It's like, I feel like I'm already like, oh, this is going to be a non-popular opinion, but I'm already like overstimulated enough with like the way tech is right now as somebody who's like completely immersed in it. When I'm not like at my computer or playing a game or what or on my phone, like I want to be like, 
I want to be somewhere like actually be there. Like I want to be standing in grass. I don't want to be like uh, have a VR headset. Yeah, you're a boomer, bro. Looking around and seeing grass. You're what they do. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the ocean <laughs> in VR. I, I want to go to the ocean. So call me old fashioned, but like I just, I'm already like as far as tech goes, yeah. like, I'm already immersed enough. So yeah, <laughs> I just can't see myself for hours and hours traveling the world in virtual so reality. I- or, I feel you on that, man. But what I what I think about that though is is a little bit differently. Cause like when I think of the metaverse, again, when I talk about the lines being blurred, you could use an augmented reality experience. If you're going to the ocean, maybe you like again, we already you already have a cell phone in your pocket wherever you go. So at, at to a degree, you're already like using technology like that. Um, you already have it on you. And to me, it's just a matter of time before somebody comes along. And you can just wear glasses like you use your phone and it's easier, simpler, and you don't need to use your phone anymore. And to me, I think that's going to be what to look out for in the future. Now, I don't think that the hardware is there yet. Obviously, I think we have a ways to go. But if I'm going to the ocean, maybe I want directions and a heads up display or a crash avoidance detection system built into my either my glasses or my AR or maybe even my AI. Um, So there's like a lot of like use cases I could see that's beneficial for Again, blurring the lines between real life and digital. Are you gonna get your wife to like get a little water gun and like squirt you when you're like in the uh, in the experience? That way, it feels like the like the ocean water like is droplets are like hitting you in the face, and then get like uh, get somebody to get a fan next to you and feel like you can no feel no cool so things. you can get you can stand on this like little, like I'll sand stream. pit in your house. That yeah. way, it feels like you're you're grounding and your feet are touching. I'll stream the sand. it. No, no, no. I'll- I'll stream it and then I'll hook it up to like my super chats and super donations. And then oh uh, based on that, they can, they can squirt me. And then like, you know what I mean? So like <laughs> if they, I get a super chat with like five bucks and then a water gun like squirts me, then yeah, I'll, that's, I'll a little, that's, that. a little, that's a little genius, bro. We're going to have somebody that watched this and it's going to go do that. It's like the TikTok, like sleeping, like wake me up or like play, donate yeah. this much to like play the horn to wake me up. You're going to see that soon. It's going to be like a, uh, and it's going to get more and more extreme because that's what humans do. They take something simple and they make it way too freaking extreme. And uh, it's gonna—I <laughs> don't even like—I don't even want to like play with that thought. But it's, it's going to like start getting like painful or weird or whatever. But uh, we'll stay with the innocence of just like, hey, you know, donate a dollar and this thing squirts me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm excited much. about it all. I mean. Technology is going to progress either way, whether we like it or not. Um, you know, Amazon already has digital twins of their warehouse. Um, NVIDIA's helped them create to help them manage logistics. So again, we're already going to see like phys- digital representations of everything, um, and the lines kind of being blurred long term. So um, I don't know. That's that's what I think is going to happen, play out. Um, Chris is uh, against headsets in uh, the metaverse, so uh, we haven't convinced them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been way more immersed than most of the people listening to this. I just want to let you know. Like, I'll share a story that I've barely shared with anybody. Um, I I got <laughs> I was I was having fun one day, okay? And um, I, was, I was lit. And uh I decided that it'd be cool to do a um oh what's that called? A uh a sleep paralysis experiment. Well <laughs> I'm not I'm not making this up. What's that? You I have no that idea is? what that is. You don't know what that is? No. All right. So people from like different yeah. cultures and beliefs, like believe that like, uh, well, they'll like wake up in the middle of the night and like they won't be able to move. And it's like they can see and hear and feel everything around them, but they can't oh, move. Oh, yeah. And some people reported as like having like, a, 
having like a demon. This is so weird to say on stream. Some people report it as like having a demon sit on your chest. So I thought it'd be a good yeah. idea to get, you know, to get lit and then to put a VR on and to have that experience, you know, like I wanted that experience because like, you know, I just, I'm not a very, like, I don't like believe in like ghosts and stuff. So like, I was just like, you know, I, I want to like feel this or whatever. Yeah, man. That was, that was wild. <laughs> that was definitely an immersive experience, man. Uh, the experience I was like in the bed uh, and it felt real and I could hear my parents arguing, you know, and then like around me was like these like little like critters, like making noises. And like, uh, it was basically like going through like a haunted house, but like virtually, you know, or whatever. And it was, it was a heck of an experience, man. So I, I've had, you know, I have, people, uh, I have a quest, like I, I've used it for a bunch of different stuff. I'm not against VR or AR. I just like, when it comes to like replacing experience, um, I call me old fashioned on that. Like, and then not just when it comes to replacing experience, but like, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied on like just 2d stuff like 2d gaming like i i really love it and like i feel like my capacity to love something more is is reached so it's that type of stuff it's like i and it, you know maybe i'll be blown away by like the new tech but as of right now i couldn't see myself well one i don't have the time but if i had the time i couldn't see myself putting the amount of time i have into like call of duty and rocket league and stuff like that into like a virtual reality game just because like that's just not my personality yeah, yeah. So different strokes for different folks. So interesting take on it. Um, I, you know, I, I don't have enough experience in like VR to say, but um, I, I think I'm more excited about, again, the blurring of it. Um, you know, if I jump, let's say if I jump into my BMW car, it's the avatar I set. It's wearing the, the NFT clothes I gave it. Like, it looks like me. It's like ran by AI, smart AI. And I could just tell my car where to go, like, like, take me to the store and it takes me there. Um, I think like these are all these. Yeah, but I think these uh, technologies are merging um, and compounding on each other. And I, I haven't seen it. Um, what, what are you talking about? Like Tesla, you can already program it to like bring you places and it can't like and. Um, but you can you, you have to like, program it though. You have to program it. So I'm talking about more on the lines of like AI. So yeah, Tesla's like on the forefront for sure. But we're not at a level where, you know, the lines are getting blurred where you can just tell your car like certain things and it just tell you back like chat gbt i don't think we're at that level but it i think at some point well, we'll get there i don't trust okay again old-fashioned man but like i don't trust my car enough to have its own intelligence like if it's if my life is on the yeah. line like you know um and i'm may, maybe technology will get there it just sounds like a dystopia waiting to happen like and i, I just i'm not like a doomsday prepper whatever but like it just the idea that my car has like algorithms that it can Hashtag run doomsday, get, perhaps. get me to places um i just don't it's gonna i don't know if i'll ever trust that in my lifetime like i don't know you feel different you, you would trust that you would trust like just giving your your car some prompts and then just like you know i think it's there. so my opinion is different you know I, i've seen a movie or two play a game or two where ai has been the topic of it and i don't know like in my opinion it just depends on the ai model um and how people train that model if it's like you know giving i don't know like obviously with chat gpt we have like examples of how it reacts to certain situations and like they have to go in and like patch it and do all types of things it just depends you know it really just depends if like if I'm just going down the street and I don't want to drive and I'm like streaming, like, of course, I'm going to use AI. Like, I don't care. Like, take me down the street. Like, it's not like, what's the AI going to do? Drive me to behind a an, a dark alley. And, you know, it, it's just not going to happen. I mean, yeah. But um, 
I, I just don't see it. Now, if somebody could hack in, that's a different story. Somebody could already do that to your devices as is. I think a hacker is more um, the danger than anything than, than an AI that's going to be programmed for like simple um, simple routines. So it just depends on the AI. Now, it, it also depends on who develops it. Like if somebody like nefarious develops this AI or I think they're nefarious, I'm not going to use it. It's simple. But there's just too many like people are going to develop all kinds of different AI models. And that's where I see it's just going to depend on the model, just like it depends on the car you buy. And I think that's where the future Hackers is. will also use AI technology, though. Like they, they already are like it's I don't know if any of you have seen the chart, but like to brute force a password right now, like that's under like seven characters. It's so easy. Like it's kind of insane. But I, all that to say, um, so, so Chris is uh, Chris has labeled himself as an old man, boomer, uh, Web three guy. Like I've labeled myself like, like a ordinal goose. Nothing, but I, Chris I will is an say, ordinal goose. Despite everything I just said, I'm very tech oriented. Like I, uh, I use AI like every single day. I'm constantly exploring new AI like technologies and platforms like used for content and to like make my life easier. Uh, I do have a Quest headset that I've probably put quite a few hours in so it's i'm not speaking this from an outside in like i'm in tech um and like that's what i do uh just i don't know <laughs> you know i'm also like kind of playing devil's advocate too like you know we're talking about mass adoption we're talking about like the way people think you know like i don't know we'll see how it plays out but all that to say like yeah, I'm i think i think people are just too into convenience for them to care uh that's that's my thoughts on it now yeah, we could have safeguards in place. Maybe there's like AI driven, you know, malware protection, like AI driven, you know, detection bots, AI this, AI that. Like everything's going to have some kind of integration. Um, it, it just, I mean, the future is just so like, it's it's so wild. Like nobody knows. Like that's the thing at the end of the day. Um, so it's hard to say, you know, we're all going to have to navigate it together. I think these conversations are cool because while yeah. you think you're playing devil advocate, you do have solid, super, super solid points. Um, but I just see society going in the convenience route. Like they always have like a drive through for McDonald's, getting a McCafe, hashtag McCafe, only a dollar at McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> Look, bro, uh, what so that's what I think will happen. Here's what I'm going to do on record. I'm going to build something really cool. That's going to change the way normies view hey, can you AI. Can my McDonald's cup to the tweet? <laughs> I will. I will. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to build something really cool in AI. I'm going to retire. I'm going to let all of you youngins enjoy the technology that I'm monetizing somehow off of my product that I built. And I'm going to be grounding barefooted in the grass, fishing on the beach, doing whatever. I'll stay in touch with the real ones out there. And uh, yeah, that's it. No headset, no tech. I'm just gonna. I bet. I bet you'll use Apple Maps, Google Maps, <laughs> and you know, like if a thunderstorm comes, it's gonna be like an AI detection. Like, hey, don't get struck by lightning, and you'll be like happy while you're fishing, but still using AI. I, oh crap! I think did Twitter Space go down? My my uh, app just crashed. Uh, I think you went down on tool. Maybe I think you went down on Twitter Spaces, but uh. I don't know. Yo, somebody throw a somebody throws an emoji up if if Twitter Spaces is still going. If you can hear me right now, yeah, I'm gonna try to jump back in and reconnect. I'm not seeing any emojis. Okay. You just wrecked us, Kyle. But it's all right. Uh, you, all right sorry, my it's actually, my it's actually three o'clock. Uh, yeah, so I think we could call it good there. I think that's a super interesting discussion. I think we should have more of those. Um, I like it. 
Um, I'm not like for or against anything you said. I think you have great points. Um, and yeah, we should have this talk again about AI. I love it. Deep discussion. And shout out to everybody on Twitter. We're also streaming on YouTube right now. Uh, please give us share this if you liked it. Uh, sub, hit the bell, do all that fun stuff. If you enjoy and you like these types of conversations, we'll be over on I Chris's channel next week at Chris Coffee. And um, you can also search us up on YouTube Music at, and they are featuring podcasts now, and we're searchable on podcasts on YouTube at DJ and Dads. That's all you have to search, pretty much, and we're the first ones to show up because we're the coolest like that. We we are ordinal dads. Maybe maybe <laughs> we first will do a a po app, but instead of like it, it's not a polygon NFT, it's just going to be maybe it's going to be an ordinal. Maybe we do DJ and Dad ordinals. I might know Ordinal a guy man. or two that, that can make that happen. And maybe we'll so do the I think, I think a fun comment for this, if you're watching this afterwards or if you want to come back to it, would be, are you team Kyle that uh, all of this technology is leading to this this utopia of, to bring humans joy and, and happiness? Or are you team Chris that this is going to lead to a dystopia? And your AI car is going to wreck itself because it hates so, you. <laughs> have you seen... <laughs> Have you seen District 13? I think it is where it's like utopian, but only for only for the select few. Have you seen no, that? I haven't. All right, so it's really cool. It's called District 13. I think it is. Um, and yeah, it's like there's like these super rich, wealthy people living on this like orb thingy or like Halo looking thing, uh, in like like not outer space, but like it's like inner space basically on earth. And they're like able to cure their body of like diseases by just like jumping on this like bed and it like heals them instantly. Um, but all the poor people are like down living in the slums on earth. And like, it's all, all about like escaping like this, like aliens trying to escape planet earth. And they're like trying to hunt this like alien down and it, he lives in district 13. So hence the name um, that I, to me, I, I feel like we're already there. Like in terms of that, like only the, only that select things that uh, at the pinnacle of humanity is only good. Like it's only affordable to the, to the select few. I think we're already there. I think it's just technology wise. We're going to get there too. Um, yeah. It's just that that's another topic too. That's a whole, that's like an hour long topic we could talk about and chop it is up. It the about. Hunger games based on like district 13 or something. It feel, it's like, no, it, well, I don't know. I mean, who knows? They dystopian stuff always kind of, crosses over a little bit sure. well that's how like crypto and i know we can conclude soon but like crypto does get political like absolutely like the the very foundation that crypto is built on is like very like i mean the whole like uh thought of decentralization and the thought it's kind of like matches this way of like libertarian like i'm not gonna like put it in a box you know but like just like being independent or not being dependent on like a central entity like a lot of this stuff does get political at the end of the day. And I think that's why people get passionate, you know, cause, cause there's politics involved. There's um, money involved. Uh, there's all the things yeah. that make people happy or mad, you know, it's like, so there's a reason that people get so triggered and so emotional in this space. Um, we've all been there, you know, is because like it, the deepest roots of what we believe in our lives, like are in it, you know, somewhere or another. So, but that's the stuff like, you know, you don't tweet about and you don't talk about a lot in spaces or on lives because like that doesn't get, that doesn't get likes. Right. You know, We'll just stick with the uh, <laughs> we'll just stick with the uh, general um, GMs. <laughs> GM baby, GM, GM. That's a good note to end it on. I think that was we went deep, and I I love that. I love that we went deep into something there. Um, it's just very interesting. It's part of the podcast, which will be on yeah. next week. 
Chris is going to the beach or something. I don't know. I don't want to know. I am. It's very fitting. <laughs> yeah, literally. So um, me, I might go running around the track today. Actually, oh, touch. Wait, wait, are you actually running around the track? Or are you just going to put on a headset and pretend? That you know, if I had a headset. Oh, 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 and, it, and pretend you're running around the track while snacking on a Big Mac. Well, if I had a, a headset or like AR that showed me my target goals and like what my heart rate needs to be on without having to hold goofy stuff that's a use case that makes me healthier but i'm bullish on those types of use cases i'm not bullish on like the dystopian stuff so um uh, you're gonna you're in 10, a decade from now you're gonna be chilling in your chair you're gonna have a vr headset on you're gonna have something hooked up to your heart that mcdonald's like just mcdonald's yeah, uh, fries McDonald's. and the big macs yeah 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 this is voting for me to be, be like obese guys well i don't know what's up with that but Bro, you've um, never watched you've never watched Black Mirror or Robots Death and More, and it really shows. All right, we really really gotta end it. We really gotta end it here. <laughs> Chris, final words. Um, um 